start sending the data. Let's see if it receives the data. Yeah, the stream is healthy. Ready to go? <coughs> yep, mark and roll. All right. So it looks like we are live. Welcome back once more. So Welcome. let's uh, let's get started here. And I'm just gonna say now everyone. It's <laughs> now the, everyone. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Today, Zach and the cat take on the ridiculously powerful love child of Enter the Dragon and Mobile Suit Gundam. But first, a bit of history. Following the completion of Mobile Suit Gundam Victory, or I'm sorry, Mobile Suit Victory Gundam in 1993. Sunrise was under pressure from its business partners, Sotsu, Dentsu, and Bandai, to reboot the series with something new that would hopefully help them sell more toys. And uh, <clears throat> what we got is probably the most unique and polarizing entry in the entire series, and it's been 16 years since its release at the time of this video, so uh, what we got was uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> And that pretty much is the uh, that that's pretty much the the long and the short of, of how how it came to be. Like I said, it was uh, it was basically um, Bondi and Sotsu and Densu, which are like they're like advertising firms, right? They wanted more more Gundam toys and more more models sold. Oh yeah, those are cool toys there. S yes, they are. <laughs> well, and at the same time, not only are those cool toys, but there's a very large like uh, following for that kind of stuff, right? So like, and even now there's a there's a bunch oh, of shit yeah. with like like gunpla man. Like I mean, fuck, I have gunpla models. If you can't tell from like this <laughs> ridiculous get up here, which by the way, I'm gonna close my laptop just a little to show off. This is actually a Xeon officer's uniform right here. So we're going we're going <laughs> hardcore. And to be quite frank, I, I think I've been good enough. I waited five whole episodes before I, I really started to get into, like, the Gundam shit. But, you know, <clears throat> so anyway. It, it was inevitable. It really was. And it's going to happen again. And this one, I feel like this is a great one to start with just because uh, our friend, uh, our good friend Zach here has actually never really seen a Gundam before, right, Yes, Zach? this is the first Gundam I've ever completely watched through. I have seen, like, a good chunk of Gundam Seed and Gundam Wing, like, when I was a kid. But, like, as far as the last ten years go, this is the only Gundam I've seen. Fair enough. And, and to be quite frank, you know, those are, those are good ones. Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing is very similar to this for a lot of reasons that we'll get into. And uh, Gundam Seed is also another one that's pretty damn similar in the sense that there are a lot of main characters going on. There are a lot of characters that are very big into the plot, and they all get like a really high amount of screen time. So, but we'll we'll get into that more <laughs> further after that stuff. But it's you know it's good to see a man like uh, uh, the Browns. The Browns are whooping that ass, and uh, we we keep on going right along. Yeah, so. jaw jaw on the floor right now. I That's don't even know what up. to think. <laughs> I know, and like I just want to welcome anybody out there listening. We uh, we recently got on Anchor, so if you're hearing us through Anchor, we we want to appreciate you listening to us, voice only. You can check us out on YouTube and stuff, all for sure. If you're watching right now with us live, hey, thanks. If you're watching in the future, thanks again. If you like this, like and subscribe, please. We would appreciate it. But now 
we're going to run right off into the questions, my friend. So number one, right? Number one question. First question right. I wanted to ask you. You ready for this shift? <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> so, shoot. so now that you've seen your first Gundam, are you ready to accept the mecha subgenre into your heart? <clears throat> I I kind of already had it a little bit accepted <laughs> in my heart. Like there are some of my favorite animes are like actually mechas, like Razafon. Right. Definitely up in my top ten, I think. And that is actually a mecha. And then Full Metal Panic, that's kind of a mecha. Right. But it's I not think, space uh, mecha or anything. Space. This. Then you got space opera, right? Yeah. Right. I don't think I've ever really seen it like a space opera before, other yeah. than like. And that's that's what Gundams usually are. <laughs> yeah. Are space operas, to be quite frank. But <clears throat> but uh, we started off in the first episode of the webinar. You said that. Mecha, the Mecha subgenre was your least favorite of all of them. So I was just curious if we've made any movement on that. <clears throat> if, uh, it's, if it's if it's starting to catch up with the rest of the pack, it, I think it might be getting there. I'm starting to run out of stuff to watch, and <laughs> I just recently seen Robotic Notes, and that that one also kind of like helped me out a little bit there. I think, okay. <laughs> even though it's not really like crazy, like it's I more guess. realistic science, but. It's still yeah. cool, the concept of it. Well, and see, and, and that's Let's another thing. Let's build a giant thing. robot together. And, and, and the, that, that's another thing we can talk about with, like, how, like how this one turned out. So, all the, so they wanted something different when this was made, right? Bondi was like, yo, mix it up. Make something different. Make something crazy. So they brought in, like, a whole new team of, like, writers and stuff that had never really written any Gundam stuff before. <laughs> and it was one of those things where they just decided to go way the fuck overboard with that so most gundams in the past have been realistic science stuff like like real world like harsh yo we're in the middle of a war right now kind of shit kid you better like pull your head out of your ass and start fighting or we're gonna fucking die <clears throat> yeah like it's on that like throwing kids into combat right. Left and, right. and that's how most gundams go and <laughs> this one is not like that domon is like a hard ass right out of the fucking gate and you know we'll talk we'll talk more about that in the future but that's what i mean like this is a th like most gundams are like that with the real science operatic like plots and shit that play out over 50 some odd episodes generally so that's how most of them go this one's not that <laughs> this one is we must kung fu fight ps the uh, enter the dragon and yeah. gundams <laughs> but anyway so interesting answer so uh how did you feel about the story <sighs> it was kind of repetitive with uh, they had to like have everybody do their thing like over and over again so you get into that and then like you know you're about to sit through like three or four episodes of like kind of the same thing yep. over again yep with that like, kind of stuck out to me a lot right well and i mean that's that's one of the problems this anime tries to have like basically five main characters and, and follow like all of their all of their things like it tries to put the shuffle like the shuffle alliance is the main character of g gundam <laughs> like you know what i mean like that whole group of them because it follows all of them and it goes that hard into showing you know all of their side moves which is again another fucking way for them to manufacture more toys and be like oh look that's Sai Sai she's going to remember it does this crazy ass move remember from the, from the yeah. anime oh yeah cool yeah you gotta know you gotta know so, everybody's special moves again they were <laughs> once again they were trying to like this was this was a made in response to them and they were just like okay well what if we went from like one Gundam to like all the Gundams to like there's no end to Gundams ever and again it's just Gundam it, forever it's so <laughs> it's so crazy like and it just like they don't they, they 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 flip every fucking traditional Gundam thing on its head 
and do it the exact opposite way in this sense. I have There's yet to look into that. I will figure that <laughs> out once I see a new gun. You will. And, and <laughs> once since, since you since you wanted to pick the next one, you're going to find out after you look at a lot of the synopses yeah. that a lot of them are very similar and they all play out in, in more or less the same fashion like over a long period. That's really the only thing that I would say is... Um, you know, still intact from the old Gundams up to this one, because this is the, I believe this is the fifth franchise, the fifth series in the franchise. Wow, this is, there's already five out when this came out? Yep, yep. Jeez. So, and, and they were rebooting it because it was the 15-year anniversary. Uh, 79 was the first Gundam, and this came out in 94, so it was one of, the, it's just one of those things where they tried to fucking just flip it all on its head and make as many Gundams and shit for the toys <laughs> as much as they could. But thankfully, that that though is like, the only, I can't really think of anything else bad to say about it. That's just the, the, the first thing that stuck out to me. Right. Now, the story itself, though, it's it's pretty crazy. It just seems like at any moment the world's going to get fucking destroyed. <laughs> I mean, like, it's pretty extreme yep. right off the bat. They're always like, like yeah, this shit's just going to destroy everything. We're all going to die kind of right. shit. And especially, and like, the closer you yeah. get to the end, like, this thing's just going to just consume the world and everybody... Right. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to live in space forever. Well, and, and how nuts of a fucking final <laughs> enemy is the Devil Gundam, by the way. Like, good God. I mean, it just can, it's self-replication, yeah. self-modification. Yeah, that's not a Gundam. <laughs> no, that's like a whole living being that, like, is its own entity. It is so broken that's in terms Eva of Gally. what it can do. That's yeah. an Eva Gundam. I, I, I try to put yeah. the words together, but I mean, with, with, <laughs> with the DG cells and shit, but not. It, it really is. You're right. So transitioning from that question to the next one, was five main characters just a little too much, or do you think? Well, for the amount of episodes they have, yeah, I, I don't think it was too much since they they got you know fifty two episodes to work with. Right. It's just they probably could have executed a little better with how they did the story. Maybe work them in there with like some other plots instead of just being like, oh, these oh. guys are fighting. Oh, these guys are <laughs> yeah. fighting. Like maybe like you know have some like. Some plot, like more plot devices and stuff happening that like right. just kind of like naturally make it happen. Right. <laughs> well, and you know, I don't think there was any like subtlety is not one of the things you're gonna find in Mobile <laughs> Fighter G Gundam. <laughs> there is no subtlety at all. It is yeah. just, it is just constant like, have you seen this man? Shit. Like an oh we oh you have or you haven't. Part. We need to fight now. Because the only way I can communicate is with my fists. I'll tell you what, man. I was definitely this laughing halfway so through, like, the first arc because of that shit, man. It was, like, every, like, twice an episode it happened. I laugh every time it happened. Dude, I know, and it's so funny. Like, they just... They just make it so amazing and just so freaking funny, be, like, unintentionally because of that. But anyway, I think I think personally that five main characters is... It's, it's kind of clunky. And I think you're right. Like, if, if you're going to do it in a format... If you're going to do it in any kind of format at all, make sure that you do it, you know, in a fucking 50-some-odd episode anime like this. You know, if you got time to tell the story, all right, fine, take your time to tell, tell the story in this anime, sure. And for the format, I think it could have been done a lot worse, but it also could have been done way better. <laughs> so, uh, transitioning on to the, the next question. So, who is your favorite character, and why was it Shuji Kurosu? Who? You know, you don't know me. <laughs> you didn't know that Shuji Kurosu was actually the real name of the undefeated of the East, Master Asia. You didn't know that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I no, didn't either. Like, come again. <laughs> I didn't either. That's, I, I thought his. Dude, I, I thought it was first name Master, last name Asia. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's first name. Or, 
It's last name Whoa. ever. It's last name ever. First name greatest. And I feel like I really should have thought about some of this stuff <laughs> before today. Like <laughs> what my favorite things were. It's okay. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, definitely Master Asia. That, I mean, that's a he, he. He he wins that Heisman. Well, he. I mean, like, dude, he just he is just he just is that dude. <laughs> he is the the simultaneously like he's just like one of those villains that you can't help but love and it's because of like how they portray him you know what i mean like he starts off and he's just like domon we must fight together to destroy this bullshit and they all of a sudden just know each other we don't get any of that context yeah. they just know each other he, he just, just starts, shows up one yeah, day and he just starts calling him master <clears throat> and the first thing we see this fucking guy do is he starts to blast on a bunch of fools with just a sash he takes down like legitimate robots with just By a the way, sash that is his main weapon <laughs> yes it is a sash and a, a sash in his fists that's all master asia needs to beat the shit out of anybody <laughs> Period. Yeah, that's how weak you are. Exactly. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know who I am. Yeah. You don't know uh, me. He was also the redeeming <laughs> factor for like the dub and like what made the dub watchable was yes. definitely. <laughs> big big He's shout awesome. outs. Big shout outs to Dave Pettit, by the way. That's the name. Dave Pettit is the uh, voice actor for Master Asia, not only in the English dub, but in Dynasty Warriors two, three, Reborns, and the first Gundam. Oh, we got all kinds of facts. All of that shit. Dave Dave Pettit is a is somebody that the webinar loves we give you we give you all the props in the world thank you for that amazing voice acting performance and to be able to recreate it for all of those games you should be getting paid for that thank you <laughs> so but yeah his his real name is shuji kurosu and he wow. fought in the seven he fought and won he fought in and won the seventh gundam fight tournament I did remember them talking about that in the anime. Yeah, they reference that uh, quite a bit in in the anime, and that's something that was much much more prominent in the uh, in the mangas. And they've actually done, if I'm not mistaken, the most recent like manga entry for Mobile Fighter G Gundam was in like 2015. So like they've still been adding on to like the universe and the lore of this particular you know uh, Gundam even still up to this day and it's the same wow. the same person who wrote the anime is the same person who wrote all of the mangas and also the whole back to the five main characters thing for a second the same person who wrote <clears throat> the same person who wrote um, um, Gundam Wing is also the same person who wrote this so there are also five main characters in Gundam Wing and they also have they also do a very same the very similar thing with the story where it's cyclical where they'll sh but it's all subplots instead of oh look he's getting stronger you know what i mean because that's <laughs> yeah. all they that's all they ever do sounds a little better would they get 49 episodes to do it too it's more than that i think i think it's like 50 something but yeah it's in that same like time type of a timeline but it's the same person who wrote that and it's also very different from a lot of the other gundams but it uses a lot of the same stuff so anyway back to like shuji kurusu he won, he fought in and won the first tournament, or the, the seventh Gundam fight tournament, and then became the leader, the King of Hearts, and the Shuffle Alliance, and they're basically like the police force <laughs> for whoever doesn't like agree or whoever tries to get the Their fuck Gundams out of Their Gundams are ridiculous as shit. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> moving on. Gundams? <laughs> one, one last thing I want to say about Master Asia. Um, has there ever been a more manly and honorable death scene than his? Like, has there ever been one? Like, because I really can't think of one, man. Like, uh, the way that that goes down, the way that Master Asia just goes from, all right, I'm your enemy, to no psych, 
I've always been I've always been there. I've always really been having your back the whole time, Domon. And look, I'm so hard there's no fucking DG cells on me, but I still have to die. Ah, I'm getting old and then like his his fucking his number one like protege prodigy cradles him in his arms as they say their fucking Zinshin Keiretsu look the uh, the east is burning red bullshit like together as he looks off into the sunset and shit it is the most like passing the torch like i've done all i can and now like my prodigy and my greatest student gets to hold me in in his arms as i die like manly fucking like master student bond like type of shit dude it's it's such a it is the most over the top dude i'm not going to lie I've ever seen I, on screen <laughs> There are a few like things ethically. that, like, it, like the first time, I'm not going to shit you, like, there are a lot of things that get, like, emotional responses out of me. That is one of those scenes that's, like, hard for me to not just, like, appreciate, like, the bond that's going on between those two human beings. Like, it really... Like, it <laughs> I fucking, thought it was kind of goofy. I was kind of laughing at it. <laughs> no, it, it is goofy as fuck, and that's part of it, but, like, <laughs> it's like, just... Wow. Like, just what they're trying to portray there, you know what I mean? Like, even... Like, the execution is goofy as fuck. And, like, it is on some, like, I would say some, like, you know, more Japanese, like, cultural stuff with, like, the master, like, uh, being held by the student as he dies kind of stuff like that. You know what I mean? But it's, like, yeah, the I've ultimate. Yeah, I've seen that a lot in uh, but, like, pop and, culture and but stuff. But, it, it, like, it caps their relationship, which is one that never dies. Their relationship is always one of, okay... Master Age is on some bullshit right now, so I'm gonna knock his ass down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch him in the face, but it's cool. We're gonna be friends down the road. It's all right. Me and Master will figure it out. You know what I mean? Master. Like they're never really like, Master. they're never really like enemies until they're fighting each other, and even then, it's like a fucking training session. But it takes them like twelve episodes to finally accept that he like disowned him. Like that was pretty funny watching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like he's, he's like, "I'm not your master." It was this this yeah. bat for like half well, a season. And that's what I mean. Like it's it's part it's part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like Domon like is so much like a part of masters like like flock like that that he doesn't know any other way. You know what I'm saying? So he can't even conceive <laughs> that his master is gone like that. I, I really get the impression that. Um, Oh shit, I lost it. <laughs> you get the impression that you lost it? Yeah, a little bit there. Oh, that I don't think that Master Asia thinks that anybody else is stronger than Domon except for him. Like at some points, especially going through the tournament, because he was like, yeah, I was like, yo, just have him fight whoever you want. He's going to win. Like, right. like in his mind, like he just knows he's going to win. Right. <laughs> he's well, like, that's my student. There ain't no way he's losing. Well, and see, and that's <laughs> the thing. That's that, Yeah, you're right. So that's the other side of that. So not only does Domon hold the flag for Master Asia, but Master Asia the whole time is manipulating it so Domon gets to be the one who wins the King of Hearts or wins the tournament. And he's like, yeah, put Domon up against that punk ass. <laughs> he doesn't have the will of a warrior. He wasn't <laughs> trained in the school of Master Asia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Apparently that's the best school. <laughs> it is definitely the school of the undefeated of the East, goddammit. Never lost a fight ever. Ever. Never mind all those fights that he actually lost. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, literally does not exist. In but his again, mind. I think that that death scene is still, in my opinion, like one of the, mo the hardest ways for a fucking anime character to go out. Like, there are a few ways. Like, okay, there's like an honorable like death by combat. You know what I mean? Like, way to go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a whole nother way, though. That is like literally nobody ever could kill him. He was that good. Nobody could ever completely kill him in combat. 
So he dies of natural causes. It's never really even like revealed what he dies of. He just dies from old yep. age, more or less, and his body breaks down. So, like, he dies like that. He basically just dies because he has to. <laughs> and then he gets to be held in his arm, held in the arms of like his not only most trusted student, but his best student ever, and like the prodigy that he'll carry on, that will carry on the legacy <clears throat> of the school, the master, King of Hearts, defeated to the East. Yeah. So it's like. It's such a fucking, like, hard-ass, like, man kung fu death. It's great. It's something straight out of, like, a kung fu movie. I was like, surprised they showed on-screen death. Right. And it wasn't like a, oh, he dies off-screen, the mobile suit explodes, and then we never yeah. see him again. No, it yeah. was like... <laughs> or the mobile suit disintegrates in the dust. Zenshin, Keiretsu, look, the east is burning red and shit. Like, <laughs> like it's no big fucking deal, like, at all. I just don't even understand, like, how even... Like how they wrote that. But anyway, um, so moving on. Uh, speaking of hardcore dude shit, how do you feel about Domon's favorite method of communication? Oh, he has to fight? <laughs> He's just like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> and the, the other guys are there. was like, well, I guess there's only one way we can settle this. Right. And then we must kung fu fight. And then they fight. <laughs> And, and like, it, it, but they always try to tell him before they fight, and he's just like, "What? I don't get it. I don't understand." Right? What are you trying to say? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like after they fight, they understand. I understand you now. <laughs> yeah, we can it's go. Like, on oh, everything makes sense, dude. And and they totally <laughs> and they do. This anime does. I think this anime does the we are friends, but now we are enemies, but now we are friends <laughs> yeah. thing more than any other fucking anime I've ever seen in my life. Like, I get that they're all in a Gundam <laughs> fight match for, like, supremacy and shit. But at the same time, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what what are they actually, what's really going to go down? Like, they, they, I think they overuse the fuck out of that, like, so much. Where, like, in the beginning, they have the whole ass, like, shuffle alliance. Like, do this crazy thing that we'll talk about in a little bit. But, like, it just goes from enemy to friend to enemy to friend, sometimes back to enemy, back to friend. Like, look at Master Asia and Domon's. At least three Domos. or four times, and even all the main characters. Right, and look at Master Asia and Domon's relationship. It's fucking, <laughs> d I'm no longer your master. I, I still think of you as my master, Domo, Master Asia. Like, it's just so crazy. So, anyway... I, so what do you think? Like, do you think were there are there better methods of communication? So should Domon seek therapy for for his lack of communication skills? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe try some anger management or something. Maybe I maybe think he, figure out some exercises to help them, like right. you know, do critical thinking. <laughs> right to stop in the moment and exercise. Like, imagine thought. how many fights would have been avoided if he just listened. <laughs> right, if they would have just talked about it, or, or like, picked up all the hints Rain was dropping for uh, forty nine episodes. Which, right. by the way, I did not. I assume they were from in a relationship from the start. I did not know they weren't in a relationship until the end. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that very soon. So yeah, I think you're right. I think that you, uh, Domon, do, like I feel like ninety percent is a great number. Ninety percent of the fights in this anime could have easily been avoided by Domon just listening and like trying to understand what the fuck the other human being was saying <laughs> to him. He was just like, I don't get it. We gotta fight. Like, and you know, I get that they wanted to go down that road. More power to them. They executed it and everything, but goddamn. Like, it just is such a, such a ham-fisted way in a lot of ways to, like, force that to happen. To force the fight to happen instead of making it natural, you know what I mean? Yeah, what if we just made him dumb? <laughs> hey, guess what, you guys? He's really dumb. But he's really good. He's just hard-headed. I wouldn't call him dumb. He's just, like, 
uh, he's socially he's unaware. He's just like he's <laughs> mentally he's mentally he's dense. He's just dense. He's not he's not stupid, but he's dense. He's hard to get through to. For sure. So anyway, moving on. Um, what did you think about Rain and Domon's relationship and the other romantic relationship? Oh wow, what a coincidence! Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. I really assumed they were like in a relationship the whole time. Like I thought that was just like implied, assumed, like obviously their relationship. That's like his only crew member, and you know, every time he says her name, it's always Rain. <laughs> <laughs> like they're lovers. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, whatever, they're together. Okay, that's cool. I don't have to go through the whole romance of everything. Right. But I was wrong. Yep, you were. And they, <laughs> so here's the thing, like the writer, the writer has, uh, I'm pretty, I, like I read this on, on Wikipedia and like, like through checking the sources for like the articles and like the facts in the articles, I read that uh, the, the, the person who wrote this said that he did not know how to write romance stuff <laughs> but kind of just wanted it all to be there and be implied as fuck and he thought he would just eventually get around to it but then like they wrote most of the anime and then he was like oh shit <laughs> we gotta put like a real love story in this so like he said he didn't really know how to make it happen until he made it like a part of the plot where he was like guess what Rain is the only person that the Dark Gundam can use to make the fucking world be crazier now <laughs> it was always meant for a woman <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> it's just such a crazy way to just all of a sudden make that yeah that, that one that's definitely one thing I didn't see coming well and she kind of like stuff leaves. I've seen coming but that, that I did not right and she comes and she like leaves because she's like really afraid she like feels the rejection coming because of like how he treats calls her like stupid or something you know like, you're stupid you're a horrible yeah, right. yeah, he's just so like mean that. or like how could you let nowhere. that happen to me Rain? yeah he was mad dude. he was so fucking it mad happens out of nowhere <laughs> happens out of nowhere you're right and all of a sudden he's just super so pissed at her piece of shit rain that's basically what he said <laughs> i mean more or less like and you know it, i don't know man like they just they did such a crazy thing with it where you know they shoehorned it in like basically at the last moment but they still ended up making it this big giant like powerful fucking thing you know what i'm saying like it's this big major plot point all of a sudden that the dark gundam yeah. fuck, or the devil gundam needs needs a woman and needs it to be rain because she's perfectly genetically suited for it you know, and the whole time i'm over here like wait they what they're right they're just friends they're right just friends this whole time right and then he's like wait i haven't told her that i love her yet and then like how about like I think I think one of my favorite things was how about when uh, how about when Allenby <laughs> is in like berserker mode and she like angrily confesses her love for Domo. <laughs> oh yep, she's in the losers club. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> We talked about it. I think that's our first losers losers club uh, character that we've reviewed so far. Oh wait, no. I mean, I guess anybody could be in a losers club. Well, I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I think everybody not only was at one point, but <laughs> is at some other point, like a loser no, of Sandsgate. Like, there's not even a, a a fucking a thing for that. Well, we go ahead and add rain mm-hmm. to that category. <laughs> Although, oh, well, not rain, rain, not rain, rain ends up winning. Uh, Allenby. Allenby. yeah, yeah Allenby. Allenby Beardsley. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and I thought she was a crazy character. You could you could tell. Like and I think that they half-assed like added her to make to to put in a character that Rain would be jealous of. <laughs> so because her and Domo get along really well, they fight a lot, and that's like physical like physical touch in a way. So that's like a really big escalation. Alan B like literally falls in love with Domo and Rain sees it like a motherfucker. So she kind of gets jealous <laughs> and is like, "Well, look, Domo and that girl are having fun, and look." 
He's been a dick to me lately, so I guess I'll just leave now. <laughs> and that's that's basically okay, what happens. Okay, see you. Bye. And I mean, like, I can understand. She she feels the rejection coming. She thinks that Delmon's going to move on and, like, actually get into a relationship with that woman. But since they've had this implied relationship the whole time, she doesn't want to take that hard-ass rejection of putting in all that time thinking <laughs> that they were going to be together just to have some fucking... Swedish bitch with blue hair show up and beat the shit out of Dumbo. Dude, she's just jealous that every time she shows up, like magical noises suddenly appear out of nowhere. God, I hate the magical girl noises. Like they overuse the shit out of it. Like every time, she's like, and it's like, that fucking stupid ass noise. It's so fucking crazy. But anyway, I, f- I think personally, one thing I want to shine a light on is the the uh, the relationship between Argo and the Russian lady with the bullwhip and the fucking green hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they ended up together. Yeah, that made that, <laughs> that made a lot of sense. I think she was just like constantly like, oh my god, this guy's so tall and fucking sexy. Watch him just beat the shit out of almost anybody. And then she's like, oh no, wait, the fighter I care about got hurt. Let me take care of him. Oh wait, I love him now. <laughs> oh whoops. <laughs> But I mean, like shit like that does happen in real life. So I mean, I gotta get, I gotta give them credit because I could see it happening. Like things like that happen when you're around people for a long period of time. But anyway, I think a lot of the romances were just really at the end of it. Like it was a big theme in the second half, the second part of the series. You know, like it, uh, the the romance were like Saisai had a thing, fucking. Argo had a thing. Oh, George yeah. George had a thing with the oh, princess. Oh yeah, they all. Yeah. George Dissant had a thing with the princess. I think he did the whole time. I think that was like his whole purpose of Basically, existence. Yeah. Oh, my lady, let me just simp hard for you, <laughs> my lady. Get let my me, fedora. Let me tip my cat right. <laughs> Except he's like the hot, like the hot guy version of that, where like you know he's he's in super good shape because he can fight like a motherfucker <laughs> and he's like a Gundam fighter so he's super famous and there's like sexiness with that position so I could see it happening you know what I mean for sure like a princess you know knightly honor cool whatever <laughs> let him let George live his best life I'm sure I'm sure his babies will grow up to fight in more Gundam tournaments and knock <laughs> his mother- babies knock motherfuckers uh. out who, who call them sims but anyway so moving on from that uh, staying in lo- staying in line with the theme of like the characters of all the crazy ass special moves, which one do you think is the best? And if you'd like, I can remember almost all of them. So, what was the dragon one? The dragon one was like basically like he fucking cloaks himself in fire and shit, and like uh, flies at them like that with that dragonfly thing. It's it's the kamikaze. Deal. Okay, yeah, I got you. If it's like the flying dragonfly. Let's see your George, George the song. His move sucks ass. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Max for Gundam here. You're gonna have to go with Max to Cause the, punch. Yeah, the fucking blazing, <laughs> super blazing massive punch. Super blazing massive punch. Fair enough. That's, yeah, that's I don't think that. Enough. That's actually not the name of that. Um, just but by no, the way. it's like it's, it's like <laughs> it's like bursting machine gun. Punch, yeah, that one. Yeah, punch. Something, yeah. something like that. I, if it's it, not that, it's something close to that. And no American bias there. It's just because of the punch, I swear. <laughs> it's all good, man. American bias punch. all day. So <laughs> I am going to just 100% say that there is no move better than the I'm going to create seven mini Master Gundams to whip your ass move. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that one. Dude, that, they hit you out of nowhere with that <laughs> shit. I'm just dude, like, wait, what? He's just like, 
question mark something he just says the fuck i fucking wish i would have spent the time to like learn the names of these moves and shit but like he's i'm gonna have to rescind what i say and go with that he says he says the thing remember he says the thing he he makes like the glyph in the air and then he's just like ah like that and then seven little tiny ass master gundams fly (laughs) out and beat the fuck out of your face (laughs) it's great it's so great master asia forever (laughs) Or, or i'm gonna have to say that's the second favorite at least shuji kurosu forever Forever. Kurosu. Kurosu. I swear I'm trying to get it right and not be a stereotypical weeb. Anyway, so that's, that was my vote. That was your vote. Fair enough. Those are respectable choices. Tell us in the comments what your favorite one was of all the moves. I'm sure there are ones There's out so there. Many. Yeah, because like, like, uh, even some of the like ancillary stuff, like the, the main villains get their own, their own moves and their big, giant, fucking crazy bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, on to question number nine, right? <clears throat> How do you feel about how each country and its culture were portrayed? <laughs> was portrayed. Well, America was definitely accurate. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, a lot of them maybe had some accuracies. I feel like some of them, they were just kind of just like scraping the bottom of the boat. Like they didn't look really like kind of look into it. Like the Denmark Gundam, right? Yeah. But like the, it's a fucking just like a windmill. Like they were just like, hmm, they were just what, like what, what says Denmark? More than a fucking like, windmill. <laughs> like windmills. So yeah. I'm, I, I am, uh, I am fucking a thousand percent sure that the creator actually like one of the, that was the first like design. So they had a whole team, right? Of people <laughs> just designed these Gundams. And I mean, if you look in that book that has the uh, almost completely sketched Gundam next to the magical girl like case there, uh, in that book it has all of the concept art for all of the Gundams beforehand, right? So they had a team design all of these. And it was said in one of the interviews that the creator liked that design with the windmill on it so much that it was (laughs) just like, all right, this this is going to be like where we take the whole direction of the (laughs) series now. We're just going to go hard as fuck in the paint and deal with it. Was it the Denmark Gundam caused that? Yes. Oh, wow. That's one of the, that's one of the, <laughs> that, that's one of the, the guy who wrote this thing. That's, that's one of his, or the guy who directed this thing. I feel like I walked right into that. Wow. Yep, it's cool. But yeah, you got nope, the, um, you did, you did walk right into that. <laughs> There's a the Canada Gundam. Oh my God. Again. Like the lumberjack, dude. Yep. It's just, <laughs> they're just like let's just go for like the, the first stereotypes we can think of right and just, that's the no gundam. believe me i knew that was going to be one of the things that you went to as soon as i asked this question trust me i thought i, I put good thought into this question uh, well not only this one but many others dude and i think so so which one so so do you, do you feel that they they went overboard so would you call any of this shit racist or like like over the over the line as far as PC is concerned, how would you say that? Would you say any of that? I don't think it would fly mm-hmm. in the today's climate, but uh, I don't really think it's like. I mean, it's not like they're trying to make fun of them. I guess you know, right. I, uh, the the tequila Gundam that one kind of <laughs> made me go like that, especially New Mexico. Yeah, I'm like, mm. <laughs> dude. But I mean, everything else besides that, I think, ain't really that bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, I, but okay, it would definitely not be okay in today's climate. There's no way they yep. would let that shit fly. No, they Maybe wouldn't. in Japan, like they probably be like whatever. Right. Because Japan doesn't yeah. give a fuck about your feelings or ours. I mean, hell, they just released an anime like two or three years ago where it's like the, like it's like this comedy and it's like all these countries and like right. yeah, there's all kinds of stereotypes. Yeah, what but was it's that? Funny. Uh, I like yeah. The, oh fuck. Our, our, one of our old roommates used to watch. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. I think I might go no, back and watch. No, but it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember him like laughing his ass off. So 
Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit, man. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. Japan doesn't give a fuck about your feelings or ours. So just, just let's just roll with it, right? Let's just assume that that's a part of the deal and go with it. But I think you're right. I know, like, with the way the PC mafia is nowadays, bro. You know, if you're, it, it, we're, we're, it's all inclusive. Everybody should be included unless you disagree with us, and then fuck you, get out. You don't, you don't get to do anything anymore. So, and I think they would find a reason to get mad about this somewhere, and it would probably lie with with the whole neo Mexico thing because, to be quite frank, dude, the fucking the Gundams one thing, it is, but the, but the, the country, colony, the, the colony. colony. Yeah. So the, let me explain this. Dude. <laughs> so, the colony is like literally a fucking giant sombrero hat with like a motherfucking giant cactus as the top and the tip of the sombrero hat and all of the top of the sombrero hat is like desert and shit and that's the way it looks like i swear to god go google this shit go google neo mexico neo mexico mobile fighter g gundam and i swear to god you'll see this but the episode if you watch the episode it's a really heavy like cultural episode like they go they go really deep with it they're like no like this is what we do in mexico bitch like be proud of your country like they because it, it starts off with uh yeah, the, 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 that, yeah. the 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 whatever their gundam fighter's name is i forget something cliched as fuck yeah it was definitely no uh, yeah. <laughs> i forget what his name is but it's him and his little sister like looking at the earth from neo mexico and there's like this much older gentleman playing some sick nasty fucking flamenco guitar and uh, they say something or other like, I want to go to Earth. And he's like, you need to be proud of your heritage. Boy, we come from Mexico. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> Although not in like a southern draw like that. But, you know, you get the you get the point. And, and that's what I mean. Like they go hard on like at least making it seem like a they're they're the intent here is 100 percent cultural celebration. Yeah. And for this sure. is like this is like Japan. Japan is like writing a uh, like a love letter in a way about the things that they like about some of these countries now some of these gundam designs got fucking just jacked uh, for whatever fucking reason like 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 neo holland or whatever alan b's gundam like her gundam there's no way neo holland would just be like yeah japanese schoolgirl outfit for our <laughs> gundam. you know what i mean so there's no fucking yeah that's fair. there's no fucking need or reason for that other than they knew what the fuck they, they were doing. they were looking or like what countries yeah. have we not used yet we need <laughs> right. to have this character well, no, yeah, yeah. no they were like look we need to have a lot more romance in this now because that's a thing that gundams always have and we need to have romantic plots because the advertisers say so probably because again they were the big drive in all of this they were the biggest motivator in all of the shit that happened but anyway, like, I think that, uh, you know, of all the things, I just got to say that I feel that America was 100% accurately portrayed. I loved it, honestly, um, the football helmet. Yeah, let me just go ahead point. and say uh, Chibity Crockett, even though fucking Chibity is a name that I never, ever heard before I watched this anime. I looked it up. There are but people in this country named Chibity. Facts. <laughs> yes. Them facts. F-A-X, boy. <laughs> fucking straight up. But anyway, I've never imagined Chibity to ever be a guy that I would meet in America, but he has like a fucking mullet pompadour haircut in the first place. So he's got a mullet and a pompadour <laughs> on the same head. He's got four bitches <laughs> that are not only his mechanics but his lovers and his confidants and everything <laughs> they are like his harem he's got and he's got the, the the fucking the football helmet on on the gundam the the boxing gloves the fucking magnum 
And, 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 I mean? and they make him look shirtless when he dude, goes yeah. into boxing mode. So dude, he's yeah. like actually a boxer wearing yeah. like boxing and trunks. I, I, dude, they did it. I think they did a great job. I mean, <laughs> great. fucking bravo. Bravo design team. Like straight up. Like, <laughs> y'all did good. I appreciate it. But most specifically, let's just go back to the whole, like the mobile suit's one thing, but the colony though. Oh boy. Let me just, just go ahead star. and say, yeah, it is just a big giant star, <laughs> and the Statue of Liberty is smack dab in the middle of that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> until it's time to detach the, the Statue of Liberty, and then all of a sudden it's like at the edge. I don't know if you caught that or not, but like, so there's a thing that happens in the story, right, where eventually, like, after somebody wins the Gundam fight, uh, the, one of the main villains that gets revealed later is basically just like, as my first act of ruler of everything, no more Gundam fights. Now we control everything forever. Ha 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 ha. And America, just no, no holds barred. America <laughs> didn't just say, didn't send a message like, yo, what is this? Didn't, didn't try to call anybody. America just immediately was like, oh, hell no. And we Dude, detached. So funny. We detached the fucking Statue of Liberty cannon that was attached to the Manhattan Battle Zone, <laughs> dog. And when we did that, the, the, the fucking the Statue of Liberty went from the middle of American Colony to the edge of it, and then they flew that bitch right up, <laughs> too. We, we ate it. Hey, we ate Dude. it in the end, but we went out like fucking Dude, champs. The best part about all this Thank is you. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time the Statue of Liberty was used as a weapon in right. the anime. Yep. Right, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing. And I mean, like, and we're not even going to be, like, counting, like, and how about, like, Ghostbusters 2? Like, that's not really an anime, but that was another time they used the Statue of Liberty as a weapon. <laughs> but, you know, either way, it's fucking great. It is just so great that they, they ended up going that hard with America, you know what I mean? I appreciate the fuck out of what they did with that. As there's, there's, like, a whole grand speech about the American yep. dream. I did see that part in the yep. Japanese, and I was like... Dreams are things you talk- can grasp with your own <laughs> two hands, my friend. It wasn't really far off at all, either. Like, it's pretty much what it was. <laughs> it's the great... It's so great. I feel, I feel that it was accurate, man, and I feel like... I feel good about it. Like, I think that even though there was a lot of caricature bullshit... And I could probably get upset about some of the fucking tropes that they were throwing out uh, that they think about Americans. I choose instead to appreciate their take on it and their attempt to pay homage to that culture. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, they may have went a little too far with the fucking the Tequila Gundam and just Neo-Mexico in general. But like... <laughs> they really like sombreros. At the same time, I appreciate them going that far and having that attempt and just making it that over-the-top campy and ridiculous because it feeds into the general vibe of the whole fucking anime. It's ridiculous. It's such a ridiculous kung fu movie that's just like a B anime all of a sudden. Or a B... It's a kung fu B movie... That somebody was like, well, what if we did this, but with giant robots? Yeah, especially with the English dub, it's a kung fu B-movie for sure. It's it's not, the voice acting is like a lot better in like the sub, so it doesn't have that like kung fu B-movie vibe anymore. It's got like real like, you know, voice acting that is actually convincing. Right. (laughs) And so it feels like more like a real deal kung fu movie. Yeah. Which is cool. The America version is literally B-movie. And that happens. But like like they had some white dude fucking do the voiceover for Jackie Chan when he was still doing his uh, uh, foreign films. Right, right, right. Before like the whole English thing. Right. They would just be some fucking dude, some Chad, like voiceovering (laughs) Jackie Chan. (laughs) Like this is so bad, bro. (laughs) Like, they didn't even try. 
Look, they didn't even try to get an Asian person or, or <laughs> yeah. somebody who could at least... Or at least, Asian. yeah, it sounds like it, dude. It was oh, funny as shit, though. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> That's always good. Always good to know that. But anyway, so moving on, which country did you like the best of all of the countries that they did? Like Gundam-wise? Or no, not the Gundam, just, just the country. The which, how, yeah, which, yeah, which country did you like the best? You can, you can, you can put their Gundam into it, too, if you want. But, like, I mean, I just want you to judge the country as a whole. Like, which one did you think was the best? <clears throat> like, thinking about the colonies and how they all are. Fair enough. Because they show, like, all of them, like, toward the end. Yeah, and I'm trying to, like, try and to remember some of the other... Right. I do. I, I remember there was one in there that was just, like, it made me, like, laugh my ass <laughs> off. Like, towards the end. I can't yeah. remember which one. They just flash it for a yeah, second, too. Sure. It was what like, was it, man? Probably, like, Neo-Puerto Rico or something like that. I don't even know if that's a real thing. Like, I'm just I'm just guessing. Like, for real. It dude, was it was it, so it, stupid, dude. Like, they it, go way hard with it. They, <laughs> <laughs> they take but, it to well, but just, just based on what I remember, I'm going to have to go with... I'm actually going to have to go with Japan on this one because they literally... The colony, right? Oh, obviously, the best Gundam. And, but the colony is literally Japan, but in space. Like, it literally looks like Japan. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, like, that part always, like, amused me throughout watching it. Like, because everybody else right. has these crazy designs and shit. In Japan, right. it's just Japan. Right. Like, like, for the first half of the anime, I thought Japan didn't exist on the Earth. And, like, they just straight... Took Japan to space. I mean, that, that's <laughs> basically what happened, though. I mean, I think I think that's what happened with Japan. I think they just took that bitch Dude, up no, in I space. I remember paying attention later, and like they Japan it, does exist on Earth, and they oh, show the world, and Japan is there, and they're actually oh. in Japan on Earth, but the, the Japan in space it looks just well, like in, it. They're in Hong Kong. Like, like you think their engineers would like maybe think like hey, maybe that's not efficient to make it look exactly like Japan, but they just fucking did it. No, anyway. man, country pride, baby. They want <laughs> like you that. see, see America, New America, right? And they, they got the star. Right. So it's nice and symmetrical, you know, well, it makes sorta. sense. But yeah, <laughs> it makes sense that it's a colony, right? Yeah, but like... It but like <laughs> Japan, Japan, is Japan is like, yeah, a big giant mess of islands. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would probably be a pretty goddamn hard logistical nightmare to keep that thing in space <laughs> and like to keep it like bound together. But I'm but sure yeah, we're, it's we're, Gundam, so I'm sure... We're going to stick with Japan out. until I can remember what that other colony was for sure. And also, I mean, like, you know, but like God Gundam. I almost said Burning Gundam, but I know it's God it's Gundam. It's God Gundam, son. It's God, God Gundam. So I'm going to go. <laughs> God. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Neo America. I'm just going to say, like, straight up 100%. Neo USA, baby, all Hell the way. Yeah. Number one. Number yeah, it was hard. I, was, I wanted to say America, too, Bucking, but I, and, I really I didn't listen, take everything into consideration. And, and look, I would have said, before I would have said Neo Hong Kong, and Neo Hong Kong, I would have said that because Neo Hong Kong actually does not have a space colony. Neo Hong Kong chose to stay on Earth. Really? Yeah. Oh. And actually, that's one of the reasons why really? they have, and that's something that, that they don't really explain really too well in the anime, but gets gets really hashed out in the manga. But Neo Hong Kong has its own bullshit on Earth, and they basically run the Earth. Like, they basically are the ones that are doing whatever they want on the planet, since everybody else is fucking gone. And everybody, el everybody <laughs> well, else is just destitute. There are a lot of ci like cities that are running as, like, protectorates, basically, but they don't do anything. You know what I mean? They don't actually, they don't actually like, have any, like, big government. Neo-Hong Kong is still the original Hong Kong government, like, back then. And fun fact, um, Wong Yun-Fat... Yeah, is actually based off of Chow Yun Fat's character in a very popular um, action movie. I can't remember what it is now, but there's a very very popular action movie 
that Chow Yun Fat was in, and they basically based Mr. Wong, Mr. Mr. Yun, Wong Yun Fat on him. He looks a lot like him too. You can go Google it if you want. I forget exactly what the what the name of the character is, but hold on, I gotta put in some batteries. Just stuff on the live stream. But anyway, yeah, Chow Yun Fat. They they literally literally parried parodied him. Oh, that's interesting. I'm getting killed with these facts right now. A lot of these questions came out of research, just came out of research projects. But anyway, like Chow Yun Fat, right? And they wanted to pay a lot of homage to that. There's a lot of uh, influence here. Master Asia's character is actually like the undefeated of the East. He's actually a character by the same name and like an like an old fucking like uh, Japanese like I think it's a samurai kung fu movie. <laughs> So it's a fucking, it's like this crazy old 50s movie. There's a guy in it called The Undefeated of the East. He's like, just like Master Asia. From the east of the 50s? Some black and white. Some, it, I, it might be around, I might be, I could be wrong. I don't remember those particular details too well, I must admit. So, But anyway, it's like that. I know that there is a character that he's based on from like a kung fu movie where he is called The Undefeated of the East. So, does he also use a, 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 a cloth yes. to, to beat the fuck out of you? Wow. Yes, he does. <laughs> or, or no, not the cloth, but uh, he, he also uses the East is Burning Red. He says that whole thing, Zenshin, Keiretsu, whatever the last one oh, is. so it's like Look, straight the up. East is Burning Red. <laughs> wow, man, that's yeah. awesome. I, I want to go see this movie now. I do too. <laughs> I want to I watch it. We'll, we'll probably look into it later on and we might watch it later. Maybe we'll do a review on it. <laughs> Maybe. Tell us in the comments if you want to see that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 that'd be a fun thing to do on the side. So after, so now that we got past which country did you like the best, which Gundam did you like the best? Nah, so hard. <laughs> There's a There's lot of so you many can pick, pick, like a, pick like a top three, I mean, or if, if, you, if you want to. It doesn't have to be just one. Pick, pick, a, pick whatever feels right, man. If you can't get past like three or two, then pick those two. Okay. So God Gundam. Gawad. Obviously. You put on that Gawad Gundam. All right, fair enough. Tequila Gundam. <laughs> Tequila Gundam number two. And then Maxter Gundam. And then Maxter Gundam. Okay, <laughs> that's a good top three. That's a pretty respectable <laughs> top three, I think. So Tequila Gundam is because it's so fucking absurd. I, I love know, it. right? It is just absolutely <laughs> insane and absurd. <laughs> I wish so, there was more of it. We only get one episode of it. That's very true. <laughs> and I know that. I, yeah, you're right, man. I really wish they they used it more. So I w I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question, but not in this video. I'm actually gonna make a top ten Gundams from this anime video later on, maybe in about a monthish or so, probably sooner than that. And you can catch my answer there. In the meantime, you know, go ahead and tell us what your favorite Gundam is in the comments from this ridiculous plethora of Gundams that exist in this man. Yeah, Let me just say that the, I I couldn't choose. It was a hard time. I have already done the list. The script is already written up. It's just a matter of filming it all and editing it. But uh, going through all of the Gundams and looking at all of them, there's a lot to choose from here. And I think this gun, this this particular entry in the series has the most Gundams. Like Seed, is I, I have a heard close that. One, but this yeah. one is uh, this one's got the king, the king absolute total, more bodies than anybody else. Like there's more Gundams here than than anybody would want. There's more Gundams, I think, probably yeah. in Gundam G Gundam. Overland. I think there's more Gundams in G Gundam than there are in all of the entirety of other Gundams. 
Yeah, I heard that another <laughs> Gundam's like it's like they usually have like one or a couple or it's right. a super rare bullshit. Right. But there are so many good ones here, like the God Gundam's gangster as fuck. The devil Gundam is just kind of yeah, yeah, we're ridiculous. Gonna, we're gonna be hearing some double Gundam in the comments, thing. hopefully. Right, I mean, yeah, <laughs> since the devil Gundam just kind of breaks reality, it just decides it wants to do that. And then what's that? What's the German guy's Gundam? Oh, that's the that? Spiegel Gundam. Spiegel Gundam. Or the yeah. Spiegel Gundam. Yeah, that's definitely a good one too. All right, hopefully like we'll you. see some of that as well. Well, you know, and I mean, maybe you never know. I, all I gotta say is, I'm pretty sure the Spiegel Gundam is gonna make the top ten because it's, <laughs> so. it's pretty goddamn. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sir. It really is. Yeah. And I mean, not only like that, but like the pilot, like I, I'm going to use a bunch of different metrics to rank it, like that I'll explain in that video. But yeah, good, good top three. And I would say, uh, no matter what, you uh, know, master, I'm in it for the humor. The Master Gundam is, is uh, I, I think, a fine machine is all I'll say about it. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> now that we got that out of the way, moving on to question number 12, right? What did you think of the mobile trace system? And do you think you could survive it? Oh, hell no. I you mean, I already so? got a broken hip. Like, <laughs> I'm going to die in that thing. Fair enough, what? yeah. Yes. Yeah, it looks excruciating, and they make very interesting noises And they show very interesting scenes of bodies. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they all... Oh, but, yeah, they have it all. <laughs> they all but drew a dick on Domo. And like, I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they show the back of ball shot, like, a couple of times in, like, the first season. <laughs> and it's, like, it's really, like, like something straight out of a porno. <laughs> like, and here's then, his ass. And then in the second season, fucking Rain gets in it, and they really show... <laughs> yeah, they, they make her do, like, some hard-ass, like, nut sex noises, like female <laughs> orgasm noises. And on top of that, like, they really show, like, her body. It's damn near, like, an etchy. It damn near becomes an etchy in that regard. Yeah, it's basically I mean? skin, but they painted it, like, right. black and pink instead. Right. Because, <laughs> so, like, okay, let me explain. If you've never seen Mobile, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, the Mobile Trace, so each of, these, each of these giant robots is controlled by what's called a Mobile Trace system, right? And that Mobile Trace system basically is this uh, set of two rings that creates a polymer suit over top of the pilot's body, right? And it does so, like, forcibly. It's almost like a fucking um, a 3D printer. You know what I mean? That prints the 3D prints yeah, the suit on their body, right? And it, like, it twists up like this, and it very much, like, contorts and, like, um, constricts the body, and it, com it literally sticks right to it, so it looks like a bodysuit. Like, 100%, like full on that clips up to you it looks it basically becomes like your second skin and then once you have that mobile trace system on you then the the uh the mobile the, the gundam mimics your movements and shit like that yeah that's how they can just kung fu fight right. these giant robots right and they can fucking do all these crazy ass moves and shit <laughs> master asia can make seven little master gundams that jump out and fucking kill you but yeah so <laughs> the mobile trace system it's pretty interesting that's another thing that i'm pretty sure only this gundam does I'm pretty sure this is the only time you're ever going to find the mobile trace system in any fucking Gundam series. Uh, I've heard that too. Like, yeah, all the other Gundams are more like traditional mechas. Yeah, they're yeah. more like, you know, they have like, all oh, okay, it's like dry, it's like a it's like yeah. flying a fighter jet and shit. There's all these different fucking levers. Or, or, or a, a, a 1980s uh, 
steering wheel <laughs> yeah. that you would see in a sofa seat car. Right, very true. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Kinda, is that, that doesn't count as a Gundam, so I can't put that in my top three, but I would like an honorable mention to Butler. Oh, the Butler the Butler Gundam. Mecca? Yeah, the Fair Butler enough. It has, it, yeah. it has very Gundam-like uh, properties. It looks a lot like a Gundam, so we, we can, that's fine. That's and, and, I, and, and I still want to know how he drive, how, how he controls it with a steering wheel. <laughs> like, I didn't even see, like, a stick shift or anything. I know, right? So it's, it's literally, like, just a steering it's wheel. It's just a fucking steering wheel. It's <laughs> like, he's that good at driving. It's obviously <laughs> <laughs> got some like yeah it's got some extra fucking extra custom like uh, control mechanisms in it for sure but yeah i, I would yeah. love to know how that actually came about too we could we could we could definitely serve to get some backstory on that one but uh you know so the, again the mo and i think i just want to say that my favorite usage of the entire anime the mobile trace system was food psyche uh, with it, yeah. with Spoon Psyche, literally. Oh, it's funny just Psyche, to think about it. If you've never seen, if you've never seen Mobile Fighter G Gundam, Master Asia rides around standing on the back of a horse, and that horse's name is Spoon Psyche, right? <clears throat> and that horse gets its own fucking Gundam and its own mobile trace system, and Master Asia can ride around on it in his Gundam as well as in person. So that's pretty cool. One other honorable mention I'll say, as far as like how cool the mobile trace system is is the Cobra Gundam. Oh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So the ne I'm pretty sure it's okay. Neo-India, the Neo-India <laughs> Cobra Gundam, right? I thought it was dumb. I know you think it's dumb, <laughs> but it's really cool in a lot of ways, like tech-wise. So it's like a transformable thing. And uh, in the mobile trace system, so the, the cockpit in the, in the Cobra Gundam is a lot larger than other Gundams, and that's because the fighter uh, from Neo-India rides a 30-foot snake. 30-foot giant fucking snake, right? Uh, wouldn't 30 feet be fairly accurate? The thing is gigantic. Meters. <laughs> the thing is fucking gigantic. It really is, dude. <laughs> so anyway, that snake gets in the mobile trace system as well. And they done, Neo India done figured out a way Wait, to that make happened? that happen. I don't remember that happening. Yes. Swear to God. Yep. Wow. Straight up. Did I just like miss that? You or? must have. Because like, the snake, the, the snake, snake is, is in the fucking cockpit <laughs> with him. <laughs> He's riding oh, the wait, thing yeah, in the cockpit. It's, it's with him. Okay, it's yeah. in the cockpit with him. Okay, so that's yeah. in the I was main, like thinking, like, okay. So that, I means, remember that. That's, that <laughs> means that it's in the main cockpit with him, and they both have to get mobile traced up. So, again, interesting system. I think it was a very, a very fun way to implement uh, <laughs> piloting in a very unique way. The horse. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. The horse, even, man. <laughs> even, even with a mobile so trace stupid. uniform. It's amazing. <laughs> Foon Psyche. <laughs> it's great. It's amazing. It's like, oh, I got Foon Psyche. Now I can ride into space. Yep. See you later. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so anyway, moving on. How do you feel about Stalker and his unnecessary eye patch? Or did you? Oh forget? yeah, yeah, the, the host guy, Stalker. Yeah, I forgot so, you told me that's his name. So Apparently, Stalker, they don't they don't ever say that in the no, anime. So, so Stalker <laughs> is the narrator, actually, and it's actually kind of funny that we haven't really talked about the narrator, given the the theme of our shows so far. Yeah. Oh wow. And right, he's wow. he's he's top tier, man. I would say he's a hundred percent. He's great, but they call him Stalker, and I'm not really sure exactly why they call him Stalker. Because he's creepy. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I guess he wears a fucking eye patch for no reason. I'm not even sure. Like either way, so they call him so Stalker. How do you? What do you? What did you think about Stalker? It was the first time I laughed in this anime. Was him actually because the first time I laughed is when he did the uh, the thing on the, 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 turn, <laughs> the, turn, the turn on the globe where, where he sits on. The and globe. that's how I knew it was going to be a good show. Right, where he, where he sits on the globe and he turns around. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty good, man. So definitely memorable. Now everyone. He's not. <laughs> uh, there are better narrators, but he's he's up there. He's good. Fair enough. And you know, I think that I think uh, so. Where where Stalker um, where Stalker lacks in his narrating, he makes up for in his showmanship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not. He's very cyclical. He very much does like all of the same stuff over and over again with the now everyone. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Type now of shit. everyone. Right. We're in Gundam fight. Ready, go. But the, when he says that shit, like, he, he takes his eye. Right. He hits those lines. He hits those important lines well. You know what I mean? That's, that's what Stalker does well, I think, as a narrator. Yeah. And I think that... <laughs> The, the eye patch that's completely unfucking necessary <laughs> is such an awesome fucking touch. They never PS, explain it. P.S. It's like that in the manga too. They never explain His it. His name They're is Soccer. It's never explained. He never gets any kind of explanation. He just fucking. Ah! Like, he's like he, he. It's almost. It's meant to be like this. Uh, it's meant. It's an. It's like a nod to the Twilight Zone. You know what I mean? It's a nod to that where there's like a fucking guy in a suit that shows up before every episode and is like, consider this. So crazy bullshit's about to happen. You know what I mean? Like Rod Serling, like talking about that stuff. And Rod Ser- I'm not doing Rod Serling justice. He was amazing. Great writer, great everything, Rod Serling. But that's where they got the, the, the uh, um, goddamn it, inspiration. That's where they got the inspiration for this, right, is Rod Serling and that narrator kind of stuff. So they were really trying to have, like, a compelling narrator before all of this shit. And I think they did a pretty goddamn good job of it. Sorry, like, he, he spoiled <laughs> things too much, though. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll get to that, too. And, I mean, uh, the next question, which is question number 14. Can we talk about how the only cure for Dark or Devil Gundam cells is to have the Shuffle Alliance sacrifice themselves and pass on their crest to you? Can we talk no. about that? No, we can't. Because I don't understand. Because we can't explain it. What I just there, don't. That I mean? was like the <laughs> biggest like fucking plot like hole that I've ever seen in like. It was just so glaring. Dude, too. oh, it's even worse because they they go back and then they like uh, then they go back on it and suddenly like this guy can just make it go away without dying. Right. Like if they didn't do that, it would be like uh, okay, I guess well, you wait, have to die to fix it. But like mean? they straight like it was a domo that was able to. Like, somebody was able to, like, remove some DG cells without dying, like, after that. <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly who, but maybe you're right. I, I, I yeah, that, that, I'm pretty sure that happened. Who? Because he, like, saved somebody, and he was able to get rid of the, the, with the shining, I think, I think it was the, Domo. The Godfinger? With, like, the shining Gundam bullshit. He, like, yeah, he, he ended up, like, getting rid of, like, the GG cells. And I'm like, huh. okay, so he doesn't have to die and turn into a, maybe you're right. like, a Medusa Gundam and just crumble in the but, dust. But no, like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the only way to really get rid of the, D, the, the Devil Gundam cells was to kill completely kill the devil gundam itself the core like destroy its core because it came back many times like fuck it it survived atmospheric re-entry for fuck's sake like kyoji's body was completely destroyed because of it <clears throat> and poor fucking schwartz bruder was just kind of caught up in the middle of all of that like the real schwartz bruder <laughs> whoops yeah so like you know i think that they did a really a really poor job kind of working that in because it was almost like they were like, okay, cool. Well, how do we take these guys? So we want these five main characters to all be in the second anime, but we want them to be or in the second season, but we all want them to be Domo's friends for the whole second season now. 
Oh shit! Well, so how do we make them his enemies in the beginning? I know we'll give them devil gun themselves, oh, and then they're like, "Well, wait a minute! This thing self replicates, self repairs, self fucking evolves." Whoops! How do we get rid of this? Oh, you know what? Uh, <coughs> Shuffle Alliance is just like, "Yep, we're gonna die now." Here, take our hey, prizes. hey, we're Shuffle Alliance. Look how cool we are! Yeah, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm so excited to see some Shuffle Alliance. Next episode, like, oh, Sh- we're goodbye, dead. Shuffle Alliance. See ya. Ready? Not, go. Yeah. Not an on-screen death though. Nope. But the close, the closest we get into uh, Master Asia, I think. Yeah, yeah. that was their, their Gundams look stupid as shit. Anyways, I yeah. should have known they were gonna die just based off of that. Right, I kind of, <laughs> I didn't really like a lot of their Gundams. Like, I get that, like they, <laughs> they were, so they were over the top and ridiculous. Like, I didn't really particularly care for a lot of their designs. Like, I think that the best one of them, the best one of the Shuffle Alliance, is the one we didn't get to see, which is the King of Hearts, fucking mobile suit. Which, if you buy the special edition like I did, um, you can you can look in that book that has all the sketches in it. They have a sketch of the King of Heart, I think is what it's called, because of translation. But you can also look it up on like uh, MAHQ or like the Gundam Wikipedia, and it's basically like um, it looks like the Master Gundam, but it it it's a big mobile armor that can like pull its like wings around itself and encase itself in a giant heart. It's fucking ridiculous. And it looks cool as fuck. I would have loved to have seen it in the anime, but we didn't get to see it, sadly. Yeah, that was a disappointment. But yeah, so, you know, I think that that was one of the bigger, like, plot holes, and I think that they did it in a very poor way, and it was a very poor execution of that. Like, they could have at least been like, yo, here's this thing, and now we'll carry that thing that we know into next season, but then, oh, wait, the Dark Gundam evolved, so that thing doesn't work anymore. How easy would that have been to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they necessarily wrote themselves in a the corner there. They, they just did. kind of forgot to address it. That's what I, but that's kind of like <laughs> writing yourself into a corner, you know? I guess, I mean? but the, I mean, like, they could have easily just, you know, fixed it. So that's what I was, but they could have done it in a better way than, oop, these guys are dead now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It was just poorly executed. All they would have had to do was, oh, guess what? The Shuffle Alliance is going to die in a really hard ass battle. That's going to go down. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a fight. But then at the end of that, they're going to be like, well, we know the way. We found out the way to get these, get these devil Gundam cells off your, off your, off your body, Jack. Here, here's the cure. And then they figure out the cure, but then the devil Gundam just adapts. So it would have been really easy for them to just do it like that. And then, then that Bob's your fucking better. uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Then you got a nice fucking cohesive little switch, little plot that's running and going along the way it should. Yeah, I instead, remember going like three or four episodes like, Dude, what? yeah, no, and, and that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, we were on, we were like waiting later for them to maybe come back, and we were still thinking about that. Like, wow, like, I can't believe they were just like, yeah, it's all over now. No more devil gun themselves for Sai Saishi and the boys. You know what I mean? And I mean, cool, you know, good for them. I'm glad that they got all that shit figured out, but what the fuck, dude, you know? Either way, moving on, like, I feel like that was the biggest, like, plot hole, and I feel like uh, it it was just something that I wanted to address with you. I want to get your thoughts on it. So, anyway, uh, question 15. How did you like the music? Cheesy 90s fucking synthesizers. I can dig it. <laughs> I mean, it's middle of middle of the pack soundtrack. It's average. Uh, it was a lot better in the second season. They threw in some like songs at appropriate moments that like kind of helped like me take 
the anime a little more seriously. <laughs> Even Fair though enough. the dub is this. Right, a fucking, <laughs> a, a, an unintentional comedy fest. But, like, I've seen a lot of that. And, like, when you watch it in Japanese, like, it comes across way better. Especially, like, the moments where they're playing the songs. It's, like, fits the mood of what's going on. Instead of just, like, the synthesizer music playing every time somebody fights. Right. Which is still cool. But, like, you, you can tell they definitely worked on it throughout the series. Like, it got better at the further you went on. Um, other than the intros and outro being better the first season. Um. <laughs> yeah, and I think... I, the the intro the first season intro especially is just like 100 percent like one of my favorite guilty pleasures as an anime song just because like the english in it is fucking bad like just the way he pronounces it he hits them l's really good like and everything but <laughs> it is like just the cheesiest shit i've ever heard in my life but i love the, how cheesy that shit tastes i just love it it's such a guilty pleasure i mean how many times did i sit here and fucking just like at least listen to the first line before like skipping it while we were watching it the first time. What was Bright You Now? Bright fly, you now. Fly, oh, in the fly in the Sky. Yeah. Fly in the Sky. <laughs> can't sing. Can't sing with flow on my vocal cords. Oh well. We're <clears throat> flying the sky as in fly. Yeah. We're. Anyway, <sighs> Shining. But he, he literally says in that song, he literally works in G Gundam. He literally says it. G Gundam. Yeah, like in the background and everything. <laughs> it's gloriously. Oh, there's a lot of Gundam theme songs in this. Like, yeah. I think they, like, even in some of those songs they wrote in the end there, I think they wrote it just for this anime. They did. Because well, they'll be talking about Gundam fighting and yeah. shit in the background again. in a song that's different. Right. And again, <laughs> dude, this was all a fucking a cash grab. This whole fucking anime, basically, was a giant cash grab. By by uh, by Bandai, Sotsu, and Densu. They were like, let's put up the money. Let's make a different kind of Gundam. Let's put all these different Gundams in there so we can make as many toys as we can. And let's fucking, let's write this thing and make this a really good Gundam that we put our fucking our yep. ass into. And, and we still got a whole shelf of Gundam toys to this day right now at our local shop. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, there's Gundam a, everywhere. to be quite fair, there's like so many Gundam series now to choose from. Gundam. Like, This was the fifth one. Now there's... There's probably at least 15. There's probably at least three times that now. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably at least that. But I would say that anyway, that, like, this is why we ended up with this like this. Why the music is like this. Why there are so many fucking over-the-top, extra crazy design mobile suits, extra crazy characters. There's just... They're just like, please like something in this and then go buy the toy for it. <laughs> I'm like, getting Butler Gundam's toy. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I don't know why. So Bondi, if you ever check us out because we've got all this Gundam shit on a, on a stream and in a video, please fucking make some, some number one Tequila Gundam uh, Gunpla model kit and also Butler Gundam Gunpla model kit. Please yeah. just do it. Send it to us. I'll build the damn thing and I'll make a whole video and I'll keep telling them how great you are. <laughs> anyway, much love for the Gundam shit. Thank you, Bondi. But anyway, um, so moving on from one, one audio portion to the next, question 16 is, did bad voice acting ruin the dub for you? No, it made it funny. It, it made, made it like dub. a cheesy, campy, it like <laughs> made it what it is. And, and especially like you know back then like everybody like who watched this anime probably watched the english version of it like more than likely just because it's so old in the 90s right so that's probably the only version they had access to and like so they ended up watching that but you know now in this new generation you know we got subbed uh, however the fuck you want it right like it's straight to dvd most of well, the time for a lot of animes that come right. here where and you, it's all dual audio yeah, and dual audio and yeah. all that shit yep <clears throat> but um 
I, it gives it a charm. I mean, it's what makes it what it is. Yeah. And see, I would agree with you. Like, I think the I don't laugh at the subversion. Right. Like. Well, and see, and that's that's the thing. This is almost the tale of two different Gundams. And this is kind of like how this goes with the series. They always do, from what you told me, I, I haven't watched the sub in years. I haven't seen, before we watched this this time, it had been like 11 years since I watched like G Gundam. Like for real, all the way through. But like, I know I watched the sub back then, and I remember it being different enough that it made me look at the anime in a different way. And I think that's, that's a pretty accurate way of how all these Gundams go. Usually they, if the Gundam is crazier, they'll, they'll, they'll kind of like, you know, make it a little, bit, a little more friendly for kids and shit, especially if it's meant for that audience. But at the same time, this Gundam, I think the dub is still <laughs> the superior. The dub is the superior. I don't give a so fuck. So bad. Bad as, bad as it may be, good as Rain. it may not be. Oh, the all grunting, the, I know, dude, the grunting. All of the grunting. I knew you were going to bring up the grunting. <laughs> but, like, all of that, uh. everything included, like, I feel like every bit of that makes this anime... It's like, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna liken this to like, it's like the first Resident Evil game, okay? The first Resident Evil game, amazing survival horror game, fun game to play, fucking super scary, but the voice acting in it is cheesy as fuck and worse than any B movie acting you're ever gonna see. <laughs> it's so bad, so it's objectively bad and subjectively bad. It's just all the way bad, and the only reason that you like it is because it's bad. Just like me. Yep. I love that shit. It's so funny. Except Master Asia. And, and well, Master Asia is the only one who actually pulls off the voice acting. Again, Dave You Pettit, don't know me? Dave Pettit for the win again. But, like, at the same time, this anime is just like that. The fucking cheesy nature of it, the campy bullshit, all of that. It's all fucking. It's all just. It makes it what it is. I agree completely with you. And I think that this anime wouldn't have been like this without the dub. It wouldn't have been as ridiculous, cheesy, and campy as it is without this. So I thank <laughs> Bondi for putting together that team that did that, even though most of them are pretty bad voice actors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they would just have this unknown person do the main character. All right, they must have believed in him, or he was banging somebody, maybe. I. <laughs> you think they would put a more reputable actor as the main character of the entire show, but, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe. I, again, again, they were trying to do something new, so I think maybe they were like... Rain. They really must have liked his voice, and they were like, oh, you sound like a great Domo, and he's like, P.S. guys, I have no experience, and they're like, hey, no worries. Hey, it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Rain. And it's just, I mean, like, God, dude, some of it is just so bad. Some of it is so bad, but some of it is so bad, it's funny. And again, I love it. I think the dub is better all the way around. And, okay, so, so moving on. Uh, speaking of things that they did in the dub and the sub, number 17, did they ruin their own story by spoiling it with every fucking episode? Yeah, they could have decided, like, some of that stuff I would not see coming if they didn't tell me beforehand. I, I mean, there was some, like, a lot of the stuff was predictable, but there were just moments that were, they just kind of popped the lid off and the, all of a sudden this crazy shit's happening. Right. But they tell you before they do it. They tell you 20 minutes before it happens, Fucking so you see it time. coming every time. Every single like, time. Like, I would try to, like, leave the room sometimes when they were doing it. Maybe it's just because it's, like, the DVD version of it, and they just assume that you already know how it goes since it's, like, 20 years old, 28 years old. I mean, t 94, so... Yeah, 26. Seven, seven, yeah, yeah, 27, 27 years old. Because I wonder, like, on TV if they had all that spoiler shit going on. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Too. The, the end, the, they always did the stingers at the yeah, end. Yeah, they the didn't, like, a... 
So they've always just been like that. No, and I think you're right. I think a lot of this story, <laughs> this story takes a lot of like its steam out of itself just because it does this bullshit where no. <laughs> it spoils itself. Like seriously, this would have been a much. I would have enjoyed this a lot better. And actually, if you watch G Gundam, if you've never seen G Gundam, and you're still gonna watch it after we tell you all about this stuff, number one, I would recommend that you do because it's funny as fuck. But number two. <laughs> Please do not watch any of the next episode like previews. They're not worth it. They're never worth it. Like the, the the narrator's funny, yeah, cool, but they always spoil everything. It'll be like next episode, Master Asia dies, <laughs> and it's just like, huh? And I swear <laughs> to God, that's not even far. Yeah, off no, it's like, not even happened. an exaggeration. That's the worst part. And you already know. <laughs> P.S. That's not a spoiler because we've already told you. We've already talked about his death already and how crazy it is. Yes, this is 26 years old, so um, don't right. get mad about spoilers. Right. Like, and if you're coming to an anime review podcast and not not thinking you're going to get spoilers, you got another thing coming, dog. But anyway, like, it just it just is crazy how they fucking just destroy all of their own momentum time and time again and just take all of the anticipation out of the narrative you know what i mean they just get rid of all of it they fucking are just like well we don't want next on mobile fighter g gundam everything that happens in the episode but in the title you could actually watch this whole series just by watching those and just really not could. actually watch the anime you, you would yeah. you would know what happens you would you would yeah, yeah you would get the basic gist of it you really fucking would and that's the crazy thing, isn't it? Isn't that so? Isn't that crazy <laughs> that that's how this anime operates? Yeah, we're, we're just coming off of Steins Gate too, where they don't I mean, let right. you in on nothing, nothing, and then all right? Of a and here we have a punched in the yeah, face. And here we have an anime that punches <laughs> you in the face every beginning and end of episode. What's about to happen before and after? <laughs> so like you know, ham fisted as fuck, way over the top, way unnecessary with a lot of its bullshit. But anyway, moving on. This will be our final question, right? This is the uh, also the most important question that I've asked you all night long. You ready? Uh-oh. Bright you now? Bright you now. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Oh, that Dude, song is so good. It's stuck in my head every awesome time you say it. fucking song. Can, wait, 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 wait. Can, we, can we talk about the power of love still? Like, Fly that sky. whole thing? Sure, sure. So, um, that, 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 uh, power of love. that, that, uh, uh, that covers all the questions, or, my, or at least all the mainline questions. We're going to, let's just go ahead and open up the discussion portion now. So, what do you, what did you want to talk about with it? Oh, just the power of love is the answer to everything. <laughs> and how the fuck did I not see that coming from the beginning? Oh, I remember now because I assumed they were in a relationship already. Yep, but no. So, like, I'm obviously at this point, I'm like, well, they're already together. So, and they're like, oh, power of love. And I'm like, wait. Like, dude, no, that's like the thing that kills me the most about it. And like power of friendship, power of love. I mean, and, we uh, just. Also, not to be confused <laughs> with, the, with the Huey Lewis and the News song, Power of Love. <laughs> not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we just did Samurai Pizza Cats recently, and like, there's it's like some similarities yeah, there. Yeah, it's like that with. Power like, of friendship. <laughs> right. The, the power of friendship conquers all in Samurai Pizza Cats, and the power of love conquers all in this one. And yeah. really, I think the big theme here is like emotion. Like, so what they try to do is they try to like um, they try to paint Domon as this like fucking like harsh ass guy that never really uh, shut up, Brain. Yeah, that doesn't really have any emotions, <laughs> and then they try to teach him like to grow emotionally and to feel his emotions. And then once that happens, he ends up falling in love with Rain and becoming like, you know, her main her main thing after that. And that's how they end up like solving it. They end up forcing them into. 
<clears throat> like forcing them into loving each other for lack of a better fucking term. Dude, the scene where, where, where he's holding her in like the blanket, that's like the fucking one of the most like screenshot of things I've seen from this anime is where she's like in the blanket after she gets pulled out of the gun to me. It's like holding her all fucking like yep. majestically and shit. <laughs> like I bet I bet some girl has that as her uh, oh, fucking yeah. screensaver on her yep. phone. And oh for sure I guarantee it. And I swear <laughs> I cannot wait. Ladies if you like Mobile Fighter G Gundam I would love to talk to you. <laughs> oh, that's all I got to say about that. We can talk about Kung Fu B movies all night. Well, it, was, it was definitely <laughs> like... It, 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 it kind of went. It reminded me of Inuyasha in the sense that it kind of appeals to both boys and girls because you yeah. know you got your dude fan service all the yep, time. You got because, your dude shit. Yep. Because of the mobile trace system, like yeah, check out Dumon's ass for the fiftieth time. Yep. How about well, well, halfway through they stopped doing that. They're thankfully, just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. thankfully, <Good laughs> like, they started doing horses instead, which yeah, is fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, let's move on to animals. I mean. Good lord, though. I mean, oh, they really just could... They could have done it so much better. But, you know, it, it was what it was, man. <laughs> they did their fan service. We got our we got our etchy and our shoujo in there. So, we're all good. Everything was They there. even had little magical girl uh, elements there. Yep, they really did. It, it really seemed like they were trying to kind of appeal to a large crowd there. Like, doing they all really that were. stuff. And again, you know, because it's, it's, a, it's a fucking cash grab. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's, it's just a big, giant cash grab. And, you know, it's it's one that ended up working out. This is really, this is legitimately one of my favorite Gundams, and that's saying something, because I've seen a lot of them. Oh, yeah. A lot. Like, it really is, it really is a good Gundam. I feel like because of how crazy it is, because of how subversive it is to ha- to the original, like, formula of Gundams, it's cool. It, it takes a step away from the realistic science fiction into the fantasy science fiction, so like you know, going from going from having robots that make sense and have like technological limitations and shit like that to robots that don't make any sense at all and can just <laughs> come and fight forever, <laughs> it's great. And I feel like they missed a big opportunity by not fucking having somebody play. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> Uh, in that song, in that soundtrack, or, or some Domo Obrigado, I don't know. Either that or uh, "Are You Man Enough?" That's a, that's a good song. That's a great tune. Anyway, number one hype songs. But like, so yeah, the power of love. Funny how they shoehorn that shit in. They, again, we talked about it earlier with like the romantic <laughs> relationships. And shit, yeah, they really tried to make it like hard like that at the end. Like in the whole second like season. That theme is very subtly being introduced to you at the beginning of it, with all of these different girls being like introduced and stuff, and then every one of the main characters has their own little like, oh, I'm getting laid now moment. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> America's over here with the whole harem. And Chibity's over here like, I done been getting laid. Where y'all motherfuckers at? <laughs> like, like it, whenever he gets all depressed and sad, like all four of his harem like get together just like, and team no, come up on, to try baby. to help him. Yeah, they're like, come on, baby, come on, daddy, pick, pick your head up, daddy, come on. <laughs> this ain't you. So funny. This ain't you. Oh, dude, Rain, like, like and hold a whole like, and Rain is also at the same time like throughout the anime. She ends up being well before she like you know runs off to space or whatever. She was like this like on some secret MVP shit. Oh and, like, yeah. She's like, like all of a sudden she's like yeah. yeah I could drive this fucking Gundam. Oh by the way we still have this other Gundam yeah. like it was by the way I thought that Gundam was cool as fuck. It was. I'm put that in my top ten for sure. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it called? I uh, I it was Japan's remember. other Japan Rising Gundam. 
Gundam? Mm, yeah. It's yeah, Rising yeah, Gundam. Rising Gundam. Dude, Rising Gundam was cool as fuck, dude. The bow and arrow thing, dude, that was badass. I agree, like, I, <laughs> I agree completely. And we got Rain over here, like, like, uh, dude, she was, like, fighting somebody who, like, she had no fucking business, like, trying to fight. I think it actually was, like, Alan B., who arguably is a way fucking better Gundam fighter. Right. There, she's a fucking mechanic, oh, dude, but she's over here. She 100%. rises up MVP, like, yeah, I'll take you on. <laughs> no well, problem. I mean, and it's 100%. Like, Alan B., Alan B. could beat the fuck out of, like, everybody. Alan B. beats a lot of dudes in that fight. <laughs> a lot of, like, hard-ass dudes that can fight, like, and there's no doubt about their fighting prowess. You know what I mean? <coughs> so, like, again, like, I would say to, like, and I've heard, you know, I've seen, I've seen some reviews out there that have said that this is a very, you know, not female-friendly anime and that, like, a lot of the tropes in it are misogynistic and the way <coughs> the Domon and Rain's relationship is like he treats her very terribly and, <laughs> he does. and all of that shit and that it's very it's very it's much a, it's that it's indicative of him being a misogynist and all I got to say is Domon is not a misogynist Domon is just a dense motherfucker okay? yeah no, that, that is Domon true. just <laughs> doesn't get it okay Domon understand that Domon doesn't get it First and foremost. Shut up, Rain. Rain loves him, and, and Domon also loves Rain, like, on a subconscious level. But he doesn't even realize that until he fucking fights her with his fist, you guys. That's the only way Domon can communicate. <laughs> it's through his fucking fist, okay? Yeah, and they I make know, that point a lot. <laughs> and I know, and I know this is in the 1950s, and we don't communicate with our fists and shit anymore. We use words, but pretty goddamn clearly in this anime, they try really hard to appeal to him logically. And appeal to him logically using words quite a bit. <coughs> and how many times has that happened, you guys? How many times does that work? I'm pretty sure zero. <laughs> yeah, I'm zero, pretty sure that's a fat goose Zero. Egg. Yeah, not a <laughs> single time does he actually fucking be like, oh, you know what? Now that we've talked about that, that makes a lot of sense. No, it's, I can only understand you if we fight with our fists. Yeah, but then it ends up women save the world because the only a woman can, like, be, you know, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and that's what I mean. And that's why I would say, like, back to my point of, like, people out there saying that this is a misogynistic anime, I would say you're wrong. And I would say that, number one, you're wrong just simply because of, like, how much it comes, how much Domo comes back around at the end when he realizes, like, how stupid he's been. And he realizes that he's loved this girl the whole time. Yeah. So. He literally is just like, yo, all of my love, all of my power, all of my strength. <laughs> so, like, he goes that hard with it just to, just to come back and get the girl that he loves and shit like that. So, and also, with, like, with all no. that female fan service throughout this whole thing, right. I can't, like, yeah. they, 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 they clearly are like, look at these hot anime dudes. Right. Like, oh, look at their asses. Look at, look at George DeSant. <laughs> yeah, look at him. They are like straight up, dude. Like, straight up shoujo character. I am pretty right sure. Shoujo character. So, I just want to <laughs> flat out say that, like, Mobile Fighter G Gundam and George DeSant is. <laughs> DeSant. They, he, they are those two things are completely responsible for the mecha series called Darling and the Franks. Oh, I've seen that. I thought about 100. percent uh, That's apparently pretty controversial too. Yeah, I thought about I've watching heard, it. Like, there's some legit yeah. banging in that apparently. Oh, really? I guess. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but like, it is what it is. And speaking of uh, speaking of legit banging, who was who? Which one of the girls would you pick? Like of all of them, if you had to, if one of them was your 2D girlfriend. 2D girlfriend. Yeah. Who, who would I of, pick of, as a 2D of girlfriend? Of the, of all of the whammons <laughs> in this one. Deep in thought. Zach is deep in thought for our friends on Anchor. Really can't fil see him. philosophical. Yeah, he is. He is deep, <laughs> deep reflection right now. <clears throat> the... 
Fuh. Fuh. I don't know. <laughs> who is that again? Beep, beep, <laughs> now loading. <laughs> We're at the loading nah, screen, nah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I'm trying to figure out who I want to side with here. I got it narrowed down, but I think I'm going to go with Rain this time. Rain? Okay. Yeah, we're going to go straight up with the, Rain. With, okay. with, with, with the, with the obvious number one she's, choice. She's, she's definitely Because drawn. she's a soldier and yep. he's kind of a dick to her, yep. but she still, you know. She still holds out yeah. until, until another girl comes along yeah. and she thinks that it's over. And obviously Island B is the other choice, but she's too crazy. I would agree. Although, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're if you're one of those girls who was going to message me and talk about kung fu movies, don't yeah. be don't be discouraged because you're crazy. Sai Sai Chi, like he has monks for his people. So in well, there's the that harem, one girl. No one really stands out in the harem for me. Really, it's if well, they're, they're like all, one collective unit. Well, yeah, exactly. They're a unit. And obviously, George the Song's uh, uh, princess. Yeah, right. Do, is new. <laughs> right. Is no. Oh, George. So through process of elimination, me? there it's rain. That's why it took me so long to think about that. You wouldn't fight for the princess. Zach? Hell no. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> For those of you on Anchor who can't see us. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, that's that's good. Good answers. And you know what? I'm going to have to say that for me, it's going to be a, a dead tie. It's a dead tie between Ch- Chibidi's harem as a unit. <laughs> as a unit. Because as a single entity. <laughs> well, there's, there's no other way to look at Chibidi's harem other than as a unit. They are a team. They're a good team. And they support their man very well. And that's a very respectable and sexy thing that a woman can do. And uh, beyond that, Rain is also right up there with them. Because Rain is a fucking soldier, man. You said it. Like, that's a, that's a fucking, that's a woman right there. That's a, like, so even, when, even when the man is just obviously, like, out of his mind and acting a fool, to still maintain, like, that cool and to still be the steadying influence is some very powerful and very sexy shit, for sure. And if uh, and again, women women who can do that in real life are generally, in my opinion, the women that end up keeping their relationships. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, other people would see that as misogynistic and would call me a misogynist. And to those people, I would say, maybe <laughs> I'm great at giving massages. So anyway, <laughs> beyond that, moving on. Uh, I don't really think. I mean, uh, so what was there was one other thing I think I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, dude. Have you ever seen more dude shit in another anime? Like, because I don't really think. Man, I with have. all that female first service, with all that female fan service they throw in here, I'm really surprised about how much dude shit is in there as well. Because it's uh-huh. like all just dude shit the whole time. Yep. Like, man, they might be onto something with that. But like all these, like, like oh, Delmon's ass. Right, back of ball shots. Like, yeah, back of <laughs> ball shot all the time. Like, and like not ironic version, just straight up, just intentional as fuck. Right. Like not like Space Dandy, where they're like, "Welcome to Boobies. Right. Well, no, and, and see, and, and in Space Dandy, they are out front with it, and they, and you know, they're making fun of it. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's a parody, and it's a, it's, it's like a. It's like a roast, you know what I mean? It's like a loving jab at the fucking, at the medium. And Space Dandy as a whole is like a loving jab at the whole medium, you know what I mean? With all of the references and all of the other bullshit. And I feel yeah, like... Yeah, don't you think the camera angle in anime is weird sometimes? Oh, totally. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not back a ball shot, though. <laughs> but no, I feel like beyond that, beyond And that's the, when your mom walks in the room. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then whoops. <laughs> then, she, then she gets to tell her friends that her son watches weird animated gay things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, your mom. Woof. Anyway, <laughs> woof indeed. <laughs> but anyway... I think that like there's just so much dude shit in this anime. There's just so much manliness. 
there was just so much like be a man domon type of shit like i swear master asia tells domon to be a fucking man like four or five times in this anime and it's and it's right at the moment when he does need to be a man and he's being very like weak and mentally unstable so this is really in a lot of ways this is domon's maturation through the fist is this whole anime and it's it's enter the dragon plus gundams it really is dude it's, <laughs> it's so enter the dragon there's a tournament they go to so do you know in Enter the Dragon they go to an island, a private island, and fight a tournament. Do you know what the private island is? Hong Kong. Earth, my dog. Earth. Earth is a private fucking island in this fucking universe, right? <laughs> wow. Everybody else is secluded away from Earth, right? So Earth is the island that they go to. There's a fucking kung fu tournament. There's a crazy, crazy, over the top, powerful, awesomely powerful, really good, powerful, super fast. Ha! I am Master Asia, kind of a fucking villain. And that's the same thing in Enter the Dragon. The villain in that is very good. I don't know if you've ever seen Enter the Dragon, but he, uh, he, he, um, he's like this retired fighter who is very rich and owns this entire island, has an entire army on there. He's basically his own like country. And he holds this like secret fighting tournament every year and invites the best fighters, right? For, to basically to, you know, to be... Then whoever wins the tournament, he drafts into his army, pretty much. And the main villain is very fearsome. It ends up working out in the end that Bruce Lee, the main character, ends up like fighting him in a very epic and long, drawn-out fucking fight at the end. It's a great fucking movie. Seriously, Enter the Dragon is an incredible fucking piece of cinema. It was one of the first times, I think maybe the first time, that China, uh, that Hong Kong, or China and um, Los Angeles collaborated on a movie together. So they made that like together in two different countries. Wow. Which is, yeah, it was How a great movie. was that? In the 70s. <clears throat> around, uh, like, early 70s, I want to say, because that, that definitely inspired a lot of the shit. But anyway, you know, there are a lot of parallels to, to Enter the Dragon in this anime. And one other thing, one other big anime that this one draws a lot of inspiration from, whether it's obvious inspiration or whether the director said that shit or not, it's Speed Racer. It's 100% oh, yeah. Speed Racer. <laughs> this, this, seriously, there are a lot... Like, okay, so Schwartzbruder, again, spoilers, if you don't want to know uh, beyond this point, you know, you should you should just go watch the anime, but spoilers <laughs> right here. So Schwartzbruder, right, is this guy that just sort of shows up and kind of coaches Domon, like, and beats him in a couple of fights, but doesn't kill him, instead decides to teach him, and he's always kind of there in the background to save him, and he, he always is this mysterious figure that we don't know shit about until, like, the very end, and he always wears a mask. And he's always there to have his 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 this his, his uh, Domon's back, right? Yeah. So there's a guy in Speed Racer called Racer X, right? Same shit, hundred percent the same fucking character. Even wears a mask. Straight up, Racer X is always there to save Speed when Speed gets in trouble. He's always there to teach him the next lesson to make him better. He's always there to fucking save his life, and he's also always there to give him the rival <laughs> he needs to make him better. Oh, and by the way, that I also mentioned that both of these characters are the main character's brother in disguise. Yeah, that's real. So, like, uh, both Speed Racer and Schwartz Bruder are, or are both both Racer X and Schwartz Bruder are the main character's like biological brother, but in disguise. So, not only is that a very big thing that they took from Speed Racer, which is a very cool plot element. You know what I mean? It's an interesting thing to have. Like, your brother is actually this masked guy that's fucking with you the whole time but he's really trying to make you better the whole time you know what i mean that's an yeah. interesting thing interesting plot device but still 
the way that they spoil themselves a lot is another thing from Speed Racer. And the, the dialogue is very Speed Racer-like. Until Master Asia starts speaking anyway. And then everybody and everywhere shuts the fuck up and listens. <laughs> because Master Asia is the undefeated of the East. So anyway, but no, like, and I think that there are a lot of parallels between Speed Racer and this. And I didn't really notice it until... Like, I, I went in and started researching this shit, you know what I mean? And they were like, Racer X and fucking Kyoji Kashi were the same dude, basically. Turns out, I've and actually I'm never like, seen Damn. Speed Racer. Um, and see, I've never really seen a seen lot of it. of it. <laughs> I've watched, I watched Speed Racer when I was a kid. Like, I saw it on, like, Saturday morning cartoon TV and shit when I was a kid. Bad translations and everything. Oh! And that's, like, the whole Speed Racer anime. Is that, oh, we must... Race in the next race. Kung Fu, I mean race. The Mach 5. The Mach 5 is broken down. How will we ever get it fixed? Oh! <laughs> and, like everything starts and ends with that like exclamation sound thing. But anyway, you know, I just wanted to point out that that's another big influence, like whether they chose to actually make that a real influence or not in, the, in any kind of admitted way, but it really is. It came through and it showed in a lot of ways. And, you know, I think that even though they did like narrate the fu narrate themselves into a corner and spoil the fuck out of everything they ever did in this anime, I still think it all came off pretty well, you know. Like at the end of the day, yeah, I liked it. It was a great I liked anime. it better than I thought I would. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I I was totally ready. Like after like watching the first couple of episodes for you to just like skewer the shit out of it in this, but you've given it fairly. Well, it made me laugh. It. it made me laugh, so it was cool. Right, it's definitely it was funny. It was fun to watch. It's definitely funny. <laughs> it really is funny as fuck. Like, it, like there is just so much, and it's all unintentional. Like, have you seen this man? You have. Well, still, we got to fight because dude, it'll be so. like at the end of a fight. Like he's like <laughs> punching the shit out of this dude, and he stops to have punch him for a minute. Have you seen this guy? Have you seen this man? Yeah, like, right. what? No. Like, no. Who is this? And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we can fight more. <laughs> But it just it's just so crazy, and I feel like a lot of the things they did were great. If, um, <clears throat> I don't say, if, uh, if, if for whatever reason, you know, if any of you guys out there or gals or whomever might be watching this, y'all want to pick up this ridiculously expensive box set that you see here in front of me, please, you know, feel free. Feel free to pick it up. It's definitely, if you're a fan of G Gundam or if you're a fan of Gundams in general, this, uh, this box set is really nice. And not only is it really nice, it comes with just an apeshit, like, amount of things. It comes with this headband, this, which is a replica of Domon's headband. Super cool. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it comes with, like, a fucking lanyard with all of the Gundams on it. It comes with a Tequila Gundam shot glass, which Tequila Gundam Best shot part. glass... Right. Uh, and, you know, like, Tequila Gundam shot glass was the biggest, like, sticking point for me anyway. And I think that, like... In almost every single way, in almost every single way, Tequila Gundam Shot Glass was the move, and <laughs> it was worth buying it. It was worth, a, I, I got it for like 160 something. It's probably worth more than that now with COVID and all the other bullshit going on, but you should definitely buy it. Uh, Bright Stuff Anime is the, uh, the distributor. Uh, they're very good. They, they distribute good things, uh, even though the they right just stuff. pretty much <laughs> just all the things that Sunrise wants. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's worth it. It's worth your money. I, I definitely suggest buying it. And even if not, you know, definitely worth watching in general. If you can get I think it's on, like, Crunchyroll and shit now or somewhere along there. I'm sure you can find it on one of these streaming services somewhere. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Right. So now now we come to the, 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 the one final thing before we get ready to say goodbye. What, what, what is your rating of this anime? Oh, here? I think I haven't rated it on my anime planet yet because yeah. of this. 
I don't think you have either. Which, by the way, big shout out to Anime Planet and the people there in the forums. Good, good people for sure. Uh, so out of like what out of ten, what would you give it? Oh, we're going out of ten. Yeah. It's a little easier out of ten, I think. Yeah, it does make it a little easier on me, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. Seven point five out of ten. Seven point five. That's pretty respectable. It was. It was. It was good, especially after seeing the dub version or at the sub version. Like I can confidently give it that. I think. Cool. Just because I know it's not supposed to be like that parody and campy. Right. With the and English see, like version. I'm, so I'm like. Just, all right. And I'm just gonna slap a nice eight out of ten on it, and we're gonna call <coughs> it a day right there, pretty much with that. So um, tell us your thoughts on G Gundam in the comments, if you would. We would love to hear what you guys think about it as well. And uh, if you have any other suggestions for other anime series or, you know, if you happen to check our, uh, our schedule and you see that we're running an anime next, drop, maybe drop a, a question down here in the uh, comments and maybe you'll, you'll get it answered next time. Uh, we would be happy to ask this gentleman any question from the, the audience <laughs> and to get anybody involved that really wants to. And also, um, pretty soon, uh, you can find us um on patreon we'll have our patreon set up here pretty soon you can also catch us streaming three days a week on twitch uh the, there will be all the links in the about section we're actually about to go from here to twitch to play uh, some more digital devil saga one zach is yep. probably about to hate his life really hard here the saga about continues the next 20 minutes. indeed the saga <laughs> continues and um <clears throat> so if you like that please make sure to catch us elsewhere and uh give us a like and make sure to subscribe for more content because uh, speaking of more co more content, the next anime oh. that we do... Now everyone, the moment we've been waiting for. Welcome to the NHK. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, again, like I said, you can catch us on Twitch. Please like and subscribe. And uh, we will have all of the necessary things. Oh, oh and also, um, uh, you can find all of these videos in, uh, in audio format on Anchor at anchor.fm slash thewebinar. So again, um, and uh, also twitch.tv slash giantrobotcats for now. We might change in the future. It might be becoming the webinar in the future. Maybe. We'll see. But anyway, um, thanks for viewing uh, to those of you out there who are watching. And uh, to those of you who will watch us in the future, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for Thank spending you your time with us. Um, again, we'll see you in the future. And uh, until then... Go Buckeyes, even though we just got our asses kicked. Uh, go go Browns. Go Browns. And remember, um, remember always. Go Brown Eyes. And brownies, yeah. Brownie the Elf. And remember, remember always, Weebin' Our Fans, dreams are things you can grasp with your own two hands. <laughs> and with that, we will bid you farewell. Say goodbye to the people, Zach. Goodbye. <laughs>